This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up. Presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Today's episode is coming out a lot late, not even a little late, but a lot late. Right now it's about 1 p.m. and I usually like to get the podcast out in the mornings. But this morning I woke up with the migraine from the pit of hell and a crazy stomach ache. Like it didn't make no sense. I wasn't able to do anything. So I drugged myself up and took a little nap and was like, I need to get up at some point and record this podcast. So even if it comes out a little later in the day, I'm not about to miss a week of this podcast or miss a week of pouring into you guys. So here I am. I pulled myself together for the sake of this hour and I'm getting right back into bed when I'm done. <laughs> but um, yeah, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for last week, all of the well wishes and things like that. Um, last week, I, I reposted an interview that I did with Chris Daniel, who was a guest on episode, I think, 70 something. And um, he actually passed a couple weeks ago. So it was definitely very sad news to find out. Um, but I was excited to be able to reshare that episode because a lot of you guys got so much out of it. So, yeah, again, rest in peace to Chris. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed re-listening to that interview. Quick little recap. Um, I'm going to be it's fourth quarter. It's October 1st. We are in the fourth quarter of the year. We are in the home stretch. So I'm going to be posting a audience survey in the link, um, excuse me, in the show notes to the podcast so that you guys can go on there and please fill it out for me. Um, having a survey really helps me to be able to improve the show for you guys. And it also helps when it comes to sponsors and things like that to really be, a, be able to give them as detailed information as possible about my demographic 
so they can run those checks <laughs> to advertise on this show. Um, speaking of advertisers, I, today I'm launching a podcast course. It's called Podcasting 101, How to Create and Monetize in Podcasting. So some of the questions I'm going to answer today are strictly around podcasting because a lot of you guys always ask me, how do I start a podcast? How do I monetize my podcast? Where do I start? What equipment do I need? All of these things. So I'm pouring out every single thing that I know um, about podcasting and putting it into this course. I'm giving you so, so much information um, in this course. So the link to that is in the show notes as well for you to check it out. So today's main topic is we're going to be talking about finding the energy to finish the year strong. And I have one, two, three, four major points that I'm going to talk about um, in today's episode. So point number one is put yourself in remembrance of where it all started. So this is very important, especially for those of you guys who feel like it's the end of the year. I don't have the same energy that I have. I'm, I had in the beginning of the year, all the excitement is worn, worn off. And this is a time of year when people start to relax a little bit because the holidays are coming up. It's about to get cold outside. So we're spending a lot more time lounging around. But it's important that we don't lose that momentum now that we had at the beginning of the year because how we end 2018 is going to be how we start off 2019. So I really want you guys to pay attention, take notes in this episode so that you can do everything that you need to do to finish off this year with a bang. So again, point number one is put yourself in remembrance of where it all started. The other day I was in church and um, the, there was a guest preacher and she was talking about generational curses and um, she was speaking primarily to like parents and how parents can really um, make or break the mental health of their kids. So how parents can really just pay attention to what's going on in their kid's life to be able to stop certain things from happening or whatever. It was pretty much a lesson that was strictly um, towards parents. But at the end of the service, she did an altar call and the altar call was for um children who feel like they felt some sort of abandonment from their parents. So parents who may have been more focused on their lives and not the kids' lives or parents who um, weren't as attentive as they should be or any type of child who felt some sort of brokenness or hurt from their parents. That was the altar call. And so she had said she had a um, that God began to share with her that there are a lot of broken adults walking around because the parents didn't do a lot of the things that she talked about in her message. And so um, as she did that altar call, so many women in particular went up to um, the altar. And so as they were doing that, I was sitting there thinking like, wow, that could have been me. And I was really just thinking thinking back on my childhood. A lot of you guys know my story and um, a lot of the brokenness that I had um, as it relates to my upbringing. But by the grace of God and a whole lot of personal development, I'm not in that place to where, remember I always say broken people build broken businesses. I'm not in that place where I'm building a broken business because I'm broken or I'm not, uh, I don't have an anger problem because of what happened when I was growing up or I don't feel the need to act out or do substances or any of the things that I've done in the past anymore as a result of my childhood. Um, even more specifically, 
when I was younger, I used to, um, I suffer from abandonment, low self-esteem, self-harming behavior. I was a cutter. The only reason I stopped cutting, I started cutting in middle school. And the only reason I stopped was because a teacher had um, saw my hands and she was like, or saw my wrist. And she was like, what is that on your wrist? And I was like, oh, nothing, nothing. And she was like, um, no, are, are you cutting yourself? And I was like, no. And she was like, no, you need to tell me the truth. So I pretty much told her, um, yeah. So she was like, oh, you need to stop or I'm going to tell your parents. And so as, as a little kid, I was just like, oh, I don't want her to tell my parents. So I stopped. So um, and but then after that, I used to um get high, drunk, dating jokers, like being disrespected by dudes, degrading myself, doing stuff for attention, like all of this stupid stuff that I was doing, but it was pretty much a result of my brokenness. And so um, when I was sitting in service, though, and just watching all of these women, I was like, wow, I can't believe there are so many. Not, I can believe it, but it just brought back to my attention how much I fought if that makes sense it was I kept what's the best way to say it I kept thinking about how hard I fought to be the person that I am today right the person that y'all hear on the podcast the person that y'all hear um, when you hear me speak and things like that the person who was so so far removed from all of the things I just told you about I couldn't help but to just think about how hard I fought the enemy to not be what I was supposed to be because I should have been in somebody's juvie I should have been pregnant team like it was so many things I should have been statistically because of my upbringing and because of a lot of the brokenness that I had. And so I just really had a sense of gratefulness as I was sitting there because it was like, wow, sometimes you don't really realize how far you've come until you're put in remembrance of who you could have been. And in that moment, I was like, wow, I could have been this, these people. I could have been um, 30 plus years old, still dealing with issues of my childhood. You know what I mean? I could have be bringing a lot of my brokenness into my own marriage and causing problems that shouldn't be there if I would have just dealt with them when uh, they came up. And so, yeah, I was just really thinking a lot about that. And even throughout the week, I had, I was really, really like tired last week. And I think it was, I was in a place that a lot of you are probably in. I was just tired of the hustle and bustle. You know, this year for me has been a uh, character building year. Uh, we talk about making God the CEO and surrendering all to God. And a lot of you guys commend me for my relationship with God and ask me a lot of questions about it. But I don't think people really understand Understand the things that happen when the microphone is off or when I'm not on social media or when nobody's paying attention. It's a lot of character building that goes into building that type of relationship with God. There are things that God will show you about yourself that you would rather not look at that you need to work on. God will withhold certain things from you to build your character. And, and it consequently, you have some type of frustration when you see other people getting those things like it's it's really a character building season 
season that we have to go through once we surrender our business and our lives to God. And I think and not I think, but this year for me has really been a character building season. I thought that this year was going to go a whole lot differently because I surrendered to God. And and what's interesting is I learned recently um, in church that when I think it was Apostle Paul, when he started preaching and really walking in his calling, it was almost like that is a trigger for the enemy to come with all of these different temptations or all of these different um, attacks to make you turn back to what your life used to look like. So it's like if you once you surrender to God and make him the CEO, when you walk in your calling, calling, you can almost expect that you're going to get attacked in a lot of different ways. And so for me, I didn't anticipate that. And I was like, dang, I wish somebody would have told me this before, because it's a whole lot easier to take a punch when you know what's coming than it is when you get caught off guard. But now that I know that I'm definitely have to tell you guys um, that that's just a part of it. But for me this year, I've been so tired because I've been fighting all year. You know what I mean? Fighting the the comparison because I feel like, dang, God, I'm getting in alignment with you. I should be a lot farther than I am right now or wondering, dang, if I didn't make God the CEO and I would have just done things the way that I always done them. I feel like my work ethic will have my natural work ethic will have me a lot farther than I am right now or thinking like I'm spending all this time fasting and praying. I should be spending this time in my business like these are real thoughts and these are real attacks that the enemy will use against you to get you to turn back from the new things that you're doing. And these are the things that I've had to fight through. There's been days I wake up, bawl my eyes out and then get to work. You know what I mean? Or then there have been days where I'm like, I don't even want to face today because it's so much going on um, that I have to fight through. So for me, when I talk about being tired, that's where my tiredness was coming from. I was like, God, not only am I building this business for you and I'm walking in your calling and I'm pouring into people way more than I have before. I need something. I'm tired. Like I don't have many environments that pour back into me. Can you give me something to give me some energy to get to get this year done? Because I still got stuff I need to do. I still have another product that I need to put out before the year's over. I still have things to do. I still got a wedding coming up in January. So it's like I still have tons of things to do. So. God, I need some energy. And so that's where this first point of putting yourself in remembrance comes from. Because even though I had like that moment of, wow, I've come so far, it still at that point wasn't enough to get me to keep going. And so um, I was asking God, like, can you give me something to boost my energy? Like, I know better. You know, I have enough discipline to where I'm not about to just sit um, in my room, I'm not about to just sit in this house. Like I, I know I'm going to get up and work, but can you just give me some energy? And so, um, that day I had got up and I was like, all right, maybe I just need like a change of scenery. So let me go to Panera Bread. So I went to this Panera Bread, um, that's like maybe five minutes from me, got something to eat, set up shop to do some work. And so what's so crazy was, this particular Panera Bread, I haven't been there. 
And I, I'm, I haven't been there since I moved to where I live now. I usually go to a different world where I usually send like my fiance. I never went myself. But it's interesting that this particular Panera Bread that I went to was the same one that me, Milan, for those of you who don't know, she's the co-host on the Black Girl Boss podcast before I changed over to this. Um, it, me, Milan, and then another girl who was supposed to do the podcast with us, we had all met there originally um, to just talk about about what the podcast was going to be. We voted on the name of the podcast. We talked about when we was going to launch. We outlined what the show was going to be about. So it was pretty much that initial meeting that birthed the Black Girl Boss podcast, which of course now has uh, transitioned over to the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. But it was so crazy because I just remember I had just a couple hours ago asked God to give me some energy and he orders my steps to this particular Panera Bread. So as I'm sitting there, I'm literally like laughing because I'm like, okay, God, this is funny. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like... I was like, okay, I know I'm here for a reason. So I sat there and I just like looked at the chair. I remember the exact chairs that we sat at. We were sitting outside and I remember the exact chairs that we sat at. And I kind of just sat there for a minute and allowed myself to think back on that day. And that gave me all of the energy that I needed because I was looking back like, wow, at that point, it was August of 2016. Me, Milan, and this other girl, we sit in there talking about creating this podcast. Um, I was in a business coaching program. I was working at the, the Queen Academy as my main business, but I knew I was going to transition into consulting. But um, I still wanted to create this show as like a marketing tool for what I was going to be doing, but also as a way to talk about the journey of entrepreneurship. But I was still like this little, this little, it really wasn't that long ago, but I'm looking at my is like this little insecure girl who's still struggling to find her voice, who knows she has value, but still trying to figure out in what way and all of these little things still uncertain. She knows she wants to be self-employed, but she doesn't really know how that's going to happen. Um, she's trying to build a relationship with God, but don't really know how to hear God's voice at this point or hasn't been consistent. Don't really know what to do when it comes to the whole faith thing. Just this little this little little girl I, this is the best way I can describe it I was still an adult but looking at it, I was just thinking about this little girl and thinking of where I was at that point and then thinking on today and how all of the things that I was saying that I wanted back then has come to fruition you know my relationship with God is rock solid I'm about to get married I think I had just met my fiance at that time or we were talking or something but still like I had these goals or dreams of being married one day but looking back now like whoa about to get married I've been self-employed for over a year at this point I'm so confident in my relationship with God and very confident about what my life means and what I'm going to be doing moving forward and confident in my voice and the value that I bring I'm no longer insecure in that it was crazy to just sit there and reflect and soak up Take them. You've come a long way. So even though the fight has been hard this year, even though you have been battling a lot of things spiritually, it's okay that it's your character building season. But don't forget how far you've come. And even thinking a lot about the story of David in the Bible, like David, he killed lions and bears in his own backyard before he defeated Goliath, before he did the thing that made him so well known around everybody else. So me, I'm still killing my lions and bears. And 
in my backyard right now. So when I am on this platform that God has for me, y'all may be thinking that, oh my gosh, she's so awesome or she's she's blown up so quick. No, all of that is a result of what I've done in this season. This I'm practicing in this season. So it's nothing when it comes to what God has for me. So putting myself in remembrance is what kind of triggered a new um, or renewed my energy in a way to be like, you've come so far. Personally, you've come so far professionally, you've come so far spiritually. So look at all of that and allow that to fuel you moving forward. So for you guys that's listening, put yourself in remembrance of whatever it is that that represents something to you. So think about where you were when you first got that business idea. Take yourself back there. Think about the circumstances that you've overcome uh, from your childhood. Go back to your childhood home and just sit outside for a second and think about how far you come. Think about when you first had the idea to write that book or whatever you're writing your book about. Think about that experience that you're writing about and put yourself in remembrance of where it all started, how you felt in that moment. Reflection and really taking account of the blessings that you have so far is what's going to fuel you to push you forward. So your homework, <laughs> yes, y'all got homework, is to to put yourself in remembrance. So I don't know where that place is for you, but go to that place. Like I said, go to that childhood Um Go to that childhood home. Go to that place where you first got the idea to write the book. Go to that place where you first heard God's voice for the first time. Go open up those old journals and read um, the things that you were writing down and reflect on how, how far you've come since you felt that way. I don't know what that place is for you, but your homework is to go back to that place because it's in that reflection that will give you a new sense of motivation. A lot of times we look for motivation so much in other people's stuff. I tell my story because I know it's power in my testimony, but I also tell my story. Most of the stories I tell you guys are not stories of times where I go out to somebody else and go to somebody else's motivational event and get pumped up to go back in my business. That rarely happens. I don't tell you guys about other people's books that often that I've read to make me do something. I tell you about how I reflect on my own journey and my own relationship with God and how I decode my own thoughts and certain things because I want you to start learning from yourself. All of the inspiration that you need is looking at you right back in the right back in the mirror, but you're not giving yourself enough credit. So don't look for other people. Don't look for my podcast to give you what you need. Don't look for other influencers or whomever to give you what you need. Some cute Instagram posts and some quotes ain't going to give you what you need. You looking inside yourself and pulling from that place that got you to where you are now is what's going to give you the motivation that you need to get through the rest of this year. It's not going to come from anybody else. And for as long as you know how to tap into what's inside of you to pull out that that new work ethic, to pull out that new energy, then you will always uh, have it. A lot of people always ask, how do you find the inspiration to, to keep going or how do you find the motivation? Look within yourself. So, yeah, point number one <laughs> is put yourself in remembrance of where it all started. And then after you do that, number two is don't think, just do it. A lot of times we talk ourselves out of doing something or we plan so much it never happens. Like people ask me all the time, even when it comes to like 
creating a podcast will tell them, how do I create a podcast? You can literally Google how to create a podcast and find yourself in this loophole of the internet and piece it together. Or you can buy my masterclass and I'll tell you how to do it. But um, you can still just find the answers that you're looking for. And as opposed to keep questioning or coming up with plans or trying to get it perfect, it's not going to be perfect. There's so many lessons and you falling on your face. It's so many lessons and you making mistakes. There's so many lessons in it. I've wasted a lot of money, but I'm cool with it because I've learned a lot from the money that I've wasted. And I've invested a lot of money that has been priceless as far as my return on investment has go has gone. And I've learned from that as well. So a lot of you guys are still procrastinating on things that you wanted to do at the beginning of the year because you're waiting for the right time or you're waiting for something to be perfect. And for a lot of you guys, you're not even tired for real. You just need to level up. You need to go deeper. You need to make a decision that saying things like, I don't know how to hear from God, or I don't know how to start my business, or I don't know um, how to market my business. You need to make a decision that phrases like that are not going to come out of your mouth anymore. And that instead, you're going to find what you need to make it happen. There are so many resources for us to get what we're looking for. But you are just being lazy. <laughs> if I'm being honest, just being lazy. A lot of people, um, when it comes to even podcasting, has been asking me, how do you stay consistent? Because I just do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I know I have a show that comes out every Monday. So even if I got a migraine, I'm going to do what I got to do. You know, take get some essential oils in my diffuser, take some um, ibuprofen, do whatever I got to do so I can give y'all what y'all need for an hour and then go back to dealing with my migraine. But I'm consistent because I have to get it done. I don't have time to think about how I feel. It needs to get done, period. We have to work on being executors as opposed to making excuses. Because if you're always... If what you do always is determined by how you feel, you're never going to get anywhere. It doesn't matter what you feel like doing. It matters what has to get done in order for you to get to what you're trying to get to, period. So don't think just do set deadlines. If for me, I know that I need to do this um, devotional before the year is over. So I have a deadline taken by the end of the October. This needs to be done. OK, how long is this devotional? It's a 90 day devotional is made to be quarterly for entrepreneurs. Cool. So you got 90 days. Divide that by however many days is October is in October. And that's how many devotional th uh, pages you need to write a day. Cool. So every day I write however many those devotional pages are. And then I keep doing it consistently every single day and then it's going to be done by the end of the month as opposed to thinking about oh this is so much to do there's I don't even know what the design is going to be yet I don't even know this or I don't even know that no I'm getting it done I worry about all of the cute stuff later it needs to get finished so a lot of you guys need to work on finishing and understand that how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you, if there's areas in your life that you're that you're inconsistent in, that's just going to translate into your business because you're or or if you were the type that quit a lot when it came to growing up in sports or anything like that, that's why you keep quitting on your business. You need to work on finishing something first before you work on growing this business. Because that's why you're inconsistent, because you're inconsistent with nothing else in your life. So, again, we need to stop thinking and just doing if consistency is your problem. Work on being working, work on doing one thing consistently every single day just to build up your muscle memory. 
set deadlines. If you overthinking how much work it's going to take, break it down into tasks that you need to complete every day and get it done. Stop making excuses. And stop letting your feelings dictate what you do. So if you have a list of whatever you need to accomplish that day that leads to your ultimate goals, wake up and get it done. Period. No excuses, you guys. We're not going into 2019 with any excuses. And we definitely not finishing 2018 with excuses because that's just going to set us up. Um, point number three is start your 2019 goals right now. A mistake I, I, I see a lot of people make is they wait until the new year. Like we hype ourselves up on 2019, I'm gonna launch this podcast. 2019, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. When I said in 2017, I was gonna launch a podcast, the podcast was done in 2016. When we had that meeting at Panera Bread in 2016, we were planning for a 28, a 2017 launch, but we didn't wait till 2017 to do the work. It was done already. The first episode was the first two episodes were recorded prior to the new year even starting. We already had a schedule of when and where and how we were going to record prior to the new year starting. So 2017 was just a pick was just us picking up on what we already started in the year before. We didn't wait until a new year to get it done. So we have to stop hyping up this new year. That's why so many people say, oh, and I'm going to do this. We get excited with the new, right? We, it, it gives us this, this motivation or this energy that eventually wears off and we don't have any discipline. So once the energy wears off, nothing ever happens. But we have this high about what the new year is. So then come March, all of that is out the window. So that's why I say stop hyping up the new year and start doing those things now. Think about the long term. Play the long game as opposed to trying to just do short term things all the time. For me, one of the my long term goals is I want to own a franchise. Right. That's a goal that I have for my 30s. 26. So I'm hoping in the next 10 years or so I'll own a franchise. I'm getting a lot of people ask me, why did I go back to school to get my MBA? I'm not getting an MBA for entrepreneurship. It's that would be a total waste of money. You don't need an MBA for entrepreneurship. I'm getting an MBA because when I go to buy that franchise, it puts me in a better position to be able to one, get chosen by the franchise, uh, the franchisor. And also it gives me the knowledge that I would need to run whatever establishment I choose to purchase. My fiance has a CPA. So I was like, if I get an MBA, he has a CPA. My dream franchise to own is a (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And so I already know how much money I'm going to need to buy this Chick-fil-A. And I know what Chick-fil-A looks for in their franchisors. I did all of this research when I was, when I knew that that was my goal for 10 years from now. So I'm like, okay, I have the MBA. My husband, I have the CPA. So when we go apply, for this Chick-fil-A franchise, we got our money. We are positioning ourselves to get chosen to have a restaurant. So I'm playing the long game. I'm not waiting until I'm 35, like what I got to do to to get this Chick-fil-A. Now I got kids, a husband, wherever my business is at that time, I'm traveling everywhere to speak. I don't even have time to get an MBA. So me thinking about the long term, let me take care of it now while I don't have children, while I have my days to myself and I don't have to worry about um, a lot of different distractions 
or me getting my real estate license, I know that I want to own multiple properties. So let me get my real estate license now so that I can get to know the industry as much as possible, whether I sell a couple homes here and there or whatever, I get to know it as much as possible so that when I go to front to purchase my first property, I know all the ins and outs. So again, play the long-term game. I'm not waiting until... I want to buy a, a home with to um, a rental property or whatever within the next six months to get my license. No, I'm going to get it now because I want to learn as much as possible so that I'm prepared for then. So again, you stop playing the short game, play the long-term game. You should be working in 2019 stuff right now in fourth quarter. If you haven't planned what you're doing in 20, um, if you haven't planned what you're doing in 2019 yet, do that now. Take a look at your business, figure out what your um, your biggest revenue streams have been so that you know that that's something you should continue in your business. Start looking at what's working and what's not working in 2018 and what you need to adjust for the new year. If you want to start a podcast and you've been saying that for the longest and you're saying that you're going to launch it in 2019, do it right now. So that you can get out all the kinks and things like that prior to actually launching it. So again, start your 2019 goals right now. Take that new and exciting energy about a new year and apply that to right now. What can you do right now to start working in the goals that you have? That way, when a new year starts, you already ahead of the game. You ain't got to worry about all the pomp and circumstances and and toasts and uh, parties or whatever. All the excitement that goes behind a new year. You don't even got to worry about that because you already done started. So a quick recap on the three things I mentioned. One, put yourself in remembrance of where it all started. Two, don't think, just do. Three, start your 2019 goals now. And lastly, spend some time with God for real. And when I say for real, I don't mean just listen to my podcast, listen to a sermon, um, do a devotional. Really put yourself at God's feet and listen to what he needs from you, period. We're not going into 2019 still playing cute little spiritual games like you have to get serious. If you said that you wanted to get closer with God this year and you haven't done it yet, spend some time with him now for real. You know, somebody said to me recently, I was, um, I think I was live recording an interview. Uh, I was interviewing for something and they were like, wow, I wish my relationship with God can be like that in reference to what I was saying. And I'm like, I couldn't address it because I was technically supposed to be doing something else. But I was like, your relationship can be like that. My relationship with God is not abnormal. It's not something that somebody else can't have. Your relationship can be even better for you. But we got to spend time with God for real. Fast. A lot of people uh, stray away from fasting because you can't imagine going a day without food. Fast. Don't eat no food. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to fast. I'm not going to tell you to Google it. I'm not going to tell you to pick something. I'm going to tell you specifically fast from food from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Spend that time in the Word reading the Bible, spend that time sitting quietly before God and asking him to speak to you. Don't leave your prayer closet, your room, wherever you at until you hear something from him. Sit in expectation that he's going to speak to you. 
play your worship music. That's a great way to usher in um, the Holy Spirit. Play your worship music. We got a whole playlist. I gave I give, gave you a whole playlist <laughs> that you can listen to on Apple Music to get into um, the mindset of spending time with God. But we have to spend time with God for real so that he can begin to tell us the need, the things that he needs from us. Because there are things that we don't even know we did wrong this year. There are things that he wants from us that we don't even know it. But it's because we haven't been spending time with him. We've been relying on other people's relationship. Don't rely on me to give you confirmation. Go to God for yourself. He's going to use me, but that doesn't get you off the hook from building your own relationship with him. So we have to get serious, y'all. Get serious about everything in your life. Being tired is not enough to not do the work. So again, the last point is spend some time with God for real. Um, if you guys have any questions about anything I went over, feel free to email me, Tatum at TatumTamia.com. I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with the business blitz and then answer questions. Okay, and I'm back with the business blitz portion of the show. This is a new segment of the show where we uh, zero in on a very specific business topic. A lot of times on the show, we do go off on our tangents, like the whole first hour of this episode, Um, or I may get heavy into the spiritual because I will always let God guide me on this show. This is not my podcast, but this is his podcast. So if I got to talk about... um, the preparation season for an hour, and that's just what's going to happen. But that's why I created this segment so that we can zero in on a business topic that's very quick and straight to the point. Um, so today I want to talk about virtual reality and augmented reality. So VR and AR are um, some new technologies that are really about to take over. And uh, virtual reality is pretty much I know you guys have seen like those headsets that you can put on and then it pretty much puts you into a whole nother universe. Augmented reality is similar, but it, it, it just it just changes the reality that's already there. So it might add like a little robot or something to your living room. I don't know. But if it augments your current reality as opposed to taking you somewhere totally different. So for me, when I'm researching VR and AR, trying to figure out why these things so popular and they're very popular right now in gaming. But with me researching it from a business standpoint, what I realized is a lot of people are really trying to escape their day to day. That's why they're so attracted to these things. So if I could put on some glasses or uh, some goggles or whatever, and it can alter what my life looks like right now to put me somewhere else that's a lot more pleasant or that or that is a lot more um, exciting or whatever, then that's what I'm going to do. So me understanding that from a business owner's perspective is I'm looking at my business of how can I make my business a virtual reality or augmented reality? How can I market my business or create my business in a way to where when people interact with me, I put them in a state that's better than where they um, are when they aren't dealing with me. So when people listen to my podcast, how can I give them something that get, that makes them excited, that gives them this euphoric feeling, that makes them happy, that puts them into a better space than they may have been prior to listening. So that's the lesson for you guys that are building your businesses and preparing for the new year. How can you create an environment within your business that creates a virtual reality for your consumer? If you're having an event, maybe you should appeal to more of the senses of your audience. So having 
this may sound simple, but it can be so effective, but maybe having some type of um, scent or something so or, or a certain music that's playing. So people have a full experience when they come to your event as opposed to just walking in, sitting down, dealing with the guests or whatever, I mean, dealing with the speakers or whatever. So for you guys, again, as you're planning for your marketing and things for 2019, figure out how can you create a different reality for your consumers. Um, so yeah, that's it for that. Let's move on to the questions. I do have a couple of podcast specific questions because like I said, I just put out my course, Podcasting 101, How to Create and Monetize and Podcasting. The link to it is in the show notes, but you can also go to blessedandbossedup.com to um, see everything that's included in all of that. So the top two questions that I get when it comes to podcasts is how do you monetize a podcast and does listenership equate to monthly income? So I go to this in great detail in the course, but to answer the question, there are two ways to monetize a podcast. Number one is funneling people into your business. And of course I go over sales funnels and I give a real example on how, um, my podcast has equated to multiple five-figure launches in my business. But the number one way to monetize podcasts and my favorite way is to funnel people into your business. When you do a podcast and you put it out, there's no way to connect the listener to you unless you create one. So when I upload this show and it's on iTunes and it's on, um, what is it, SoundCloud or whatever... The SoundCloud or iTunes is not going to report back to me the email addresses or phone numbers or whatever or any information that I can or contact information I can use for the people who listen to my show. So I have to create something that upsells them or that converts them or that brings them into my sales funnel. And so the way that I do that usually is some sort of upsell. So purchase the course. I'll go into detail about that. But the number one way, again, is funneling people into your business. Number two um, is advertising. Now, advertisers usually don't want to hear anything until you got about 10,000 or so downloads per episode. That's not downloads total, but it's downloads per episode. So it shows consistently they can expect for about 10,000 people to listen to the, to listen to their ad. Um, streams, advertisers don't really care about streams. Streams are unreliable. Somebody may have clicked your show on accident. Somebody may click and listen to an episode and never listen to it again. But when they click on, when they download the episode, that means they've subscribed, they have it on their phone. So that's something that's a lot more valuable to, um, advertisers. And like I said, they usually look for at least 10,000 downloads um, per episode to even want to consider some type of agreement. There are ways, though, that you can monetize your show from day one before you even get to those type of numbers. So while you still have, let's say, 100 downloads, I still go over ways to where you can convert those 100 into income in your business as opposed to waiting all the way until it's time to um, or t- waiting until you have enough listenership for the advertisers. But again, all of that is in the course. Listenership does not equate to monthly income automatically. It's the same way with Instagram. Unless you do something to get paid, you're not going to get paid by the amount of followers that you have automatically. So, yeah. The next uh, question is, what's a good startup budget for podcasts? I thought this was a great question. You don't need more than $100 to start a podcast. 
I probably spend about $40 a month tops. And I'm definitely overestimating that. So it's probably about 30 something dollars a month. And then my mic was only $40. So having a pot or putting out a podcast um, or having a startup budget is not really um, expensive. Only thing you really need is the softwares. I have a MacBook. I use GarageBand to record my show into. So GarageBand was free. It came with my um, computer. I pay for my mic. I pay for the place where I master the sound and I pay for my hosting. That's pretty much all that I pay for. So podcasts are extremely low as far as overhead costs. That's why monetizing them are so important because you save so much money. You know, you don't have to. It's like you're creating your own marketing tool for yourself and all of the money that you make. Majority of it is profit because podcasts have such a low overhead cost. So, yeah, if you want to start a podcast, don't wait until next year to start it. Get it done now. Definitely go to blessedandbossedup.com to purchase my course. I go over everything that you need to start a podcast. I have a there are three training videos included. The first one is a masterclass on everything you need to know about creating and monetizing a podcast. I do a video tutorial. So I do a whole screen record of my um, computer and I walk you through how to record, edit and publish the show from start to finish. There's another bonus video lesson where I teach you how to craft your message and position your upsell so that from every episode you are generating money into your business. I have a sales funnel for podcasting worksheet for you, a tech list. So all the technology that you're going to need for your podcast. Um, I also offer another worksheet on 12 free ways to get listeners to your show. And I'd give you a worksheet on how to set your advertising rates. So you know how much is industry standard for you to be charging for advertisers. And then I also have an email template for you guys who want to have guests on your show. So all of those things are included. Um, go to blessedandbossedup.com to purchase that couple of announcements before we wrap up the show. I'll be speaking at an event called For Visionaries Only. It's a cabin retreat for entrepreneurs in the North Georgia mountains. It's November 16th through the 18th. The tickets to that is going to be in the show notes. I would love it if you're in the Georgia area to meet me there. I would love to hug you and, and meet you in person. I'll also be speaking in Baltimore on October 21st at the Gold Diggers Workshop. I'll be a panelist there. The link to that is in the show notes as well. So come visit your Girl, um, and all of that good stuff. Definitely purchase my book, Blessed and Bossed Up, Surrendering Your Ambition So God Can Have His Way. That is available on Amazon and blessedandbossedup.com. And the link to that is in the show notes. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to end the show in a prayer and I will talk to you all next week. Lord, I thank you for another opportunity to speak to your people, Lord God. Father, I thank you for giving me strength, Lord, to be able to complete this podcast despite how I was feeling, Lord God. I thank you that your word says that in my weaknesses, you are made strong. So I thank you, Father, for giving me the strength and being strong in me, God, as I completed this task, Lord. Um, Father, I just pray that you breathe a new life into the businesses of everybody who's under the sound of my voice, Lord. Give them peace in this preparation season 
reason, Lord God, and give them a new sense of ambition, a new sense of drive, a new sense of urgency to complete the things that you have put on their heart this year, Lord God. Father, I rebuke the spirit of distraction in Jesus name. I bind all distractions in Jesus name, all things that have come up to keep them off course, all things that have come up to keep them busy and not productive, all of the things that have come up to make them feel like it is time for them to relax and not time to press in and end this year uh, with a bang, Lord God. Father, I lose peace onto them, Lord God. Father, don't let them look at what they've done this year and feel sad about it, Lord God, but rather let them look at it and, and be motivated to make the next 90 days the best 90 days of this year, Lord God. Father, I pray that as they operate and walk into their purpose, Lord God, as they operate their businesses, that your word, your grace is like a lamp upon their feet, Lord God, and you walk them into everything that you have for them, Lord, and every and walk them away from anything that the enemy may have set up to hurt them, Lord God. Father, I thank you again for every single person who listens to this show. I thank you for what you are doing in their hearts every single week. I thank you that they are experiencing you in a new way as a result of what you are doing in their lives. So again, Father, I thank you just so much for who you are to me, who you are to everyone who's under the sound of my voice. And I just pray that you continue to bless us, Lord God, and continue to guide us as we make you our seed. In Jesus name. Amen. Do you dream of owning a home, but feel like it's just out of reach? If only you had perfect credit or a big down payment. At First National Bank, we believe homeownership is for everyone. That's why we offer affordable options for all budgets with one-on-one support from a home loan expert who's in your neighborhood and in your corner. Get started at fmb-online.com slash own it or your local FMB.